everyone, and welcome to College Mental Health Prep, Episode 2, Let's See It Happen. My name is Lisa Brown Eisel, and I am a licensed clinical social worker, and today we will continue to discuss those feelings and emotions that emerge as we prepare for our new college experience. We will also include some coping skills to deal with these thoughts, feelings, and situations that you might be facing. Now is the time you might be feeling nervous about the unknown. Preparing physically, mentally, and emotionally for this momentous life change. Some of you might also be feeling excited with minimal stress about going away to college, and that is great. This podcast can also assist you with any other thoughts, emotions, or obstacles that you may encounter along the way as you move into college life. For all of you, Take what you like from my words, my experiences, and my hope. I work with many college students. I have my own college students. I was a college student. So I am offering you what I know, what I have experienced, and what I have studied. Let's recall some of what we discussed in my introduction podcast. I mentioned that change can be scary, but not impossible. I mentioned that you are not alone in your feelings of hesitation and fear about leaving home. And many others also endure those bothersome thoughts of the unknown. We defined homesickness and agreed to come back to that topic soon. I reminded you that you have been through new and different experiences before and made it through. I mentioned through a client's story that the friends and acquaintances we have today were once strangers. I reminded you that you can walk through this new path with time, patience, determination, and your own experience. Our experiences, all of them, teach us. We tend to get stuck in imagining what is going to happen and how we are going to feel. Be careful of those stories you tell yourself. Most of them do not come true. And you are creating and adding more stress to your mental plate, we will call it. It is unnecessary. It is not happening. Why do we worry about things that are not happening yet or may never happen? It could be a habit and your brain operates that way. It's our default thinking. You might feel if you worry, then you are well prepared for the worst case scenario. But are you really? The problem is if we overfocus on the unwanted outcomes, in other words, what we do not want to happen, we can become more frustrated, more hopeless, and more avoidance tends to occur. At times, worry can be beneficial and can be based on our own experiences and expectations, but those are more realistic and can help us. An example is knowing and feeling that your life is in physical danger and experiencing fear and panic. Those are appropriate feelings for the situation based on what you know as factual. I am faced with someone holding a weapon and I know this is dangerous for me and I am reacting to this very real situation. It is not imagined. This is why it is so important to stay mindful of your thoughts, aware See them. Work on staying in the present moment. Seeing within your mind what is real. 
and what is imagined. Let's continue to work on changing those negative, defeating thoughts to more positive and hopeful thoughts. Another important statement I made in my prior podcast was to stay aware of your fear and check in with yourself in asking if fear is making your decisions for you. I believe some fear is normal as you begin to think about and leave for college, but that is a small part of the whole college picture. I do not expect you to see that just yet. Try to always remember, not all thoughts are the truth. They are thoughts. They come and go. Some are valid and some are fear-based. Some of them do trigger feelings, and that is okay. It is how we respond to these thoughts and feelings that makes the difference. Again, thoughts and feelings are natural. However, if you are experiencing stress that you are unable to handle alone, I am encouraging you to speak to someone about this, a parent, a family member, a friend, teacher, counselor, a therapist, or anyone you feel you can trust and confide in. Trying to cope with stress alone can lead to increased anxiety, depression, and other mental health disorders. I am here to help with normalizing many of the feelings college students experience, and I will discuss various coping strategies, but I cannot take the place of individual help if that is what you are needing. Today, I would like to discuss a few points as we are preparing for our move into college life. We have been discussing lots of thoughts and emotions that may feel negative and heavy. I would like for you all to now focus on the college or university you chose. Take a moment and picture what your college looks like. If you had a tour, remember what you saw, what you liked, what impressed you. And then I would like for you to remember why you chose that particular college. Think about your acceptance letter, how that felt when you read it. Now, take your mind to when you wore your college's t-shirt or sweatshirt for the first time and how that felt when you put it on and wore it to high school or around town. If you were my daughter, then you purchased the sweatshirt from every college we visited. The ideas I just had you consider are some I want you to focus on during this time. Why did I choose this college, and what was I hoping to gain from this experience when I committed? Stay in the positives, the reasons, because they really count. Imagine yourself walking around campus, feeling confident, giving it a chance, allowing the unfamiliar surroundings to set in and become more familiar, trusting in your ability to adapt. If you begin to doubt going away, because I know that happens, try to replace the doubt with some positive reminders about this college that you, yes, you, have chosen. Going back to our confidence when walking around campus, my suggestion, keep your head up, make eye contact, a smile, or a hello is great. Others might really appreciate that, even if you never see them again. Some of them you may see often, and this is how connection can be made. It is good for you, and it is good for others. 
If you make an effort and someone does not respond, that is okay because this is about you, your practice, becoming comfortable with yourself in your new surroundings. We will see what comes out of this effort, not immediately, but in time. I often see high school and college students walking around campus with their heads down or in their phones. It is a great distraction from those things that might feel uncomfortable, both internally and externally. In other words, your thoughts and feelings and your environment. I am challenging you to put your phones down or put them in your bag. Walk around campus while physically and mentally present. Notice who and what is going on around you. Your phone is always there waiting. At times, our anxiety, fear, nervousness, swirling thoughts can push aside the positives and our reason. This is where we remember how powerful our thoughts are. Our mind is a muscle and it is up to us to continue to strengthen it. We have shifted our thoughts into seeing our college choice from our original eyes. The excitement, why we chose it, the relief we might have felt when we committed. We can see the good now. We have removed some of the unnecessary worry that clouds what we know to be true. Now that we can see ourselves on campus, let's talk about getting ready to go as we continue to look out for our mental health at the same time. Have you thought about your new dorm room or bedroom at your new college? Have you shopped at all or might you be avoiding some of this? My advice, get your stuff and just look at it. Make it a reality. In doing so, I would like for you all to consider the type of environment you want to live in. Of course, you only have so much control over the setup of college housing, but you do have choices when it comes to decor, colors, and bringing your own personality into your new space. Just because it is temporary living, that does not mean you should not or cannot make it comfortable and feel a sense of security while away from home. What do I mean by this? Choose colors for your bedding, linens, and furniture, and other items that feel good to you. Uplifting colors, calming colors, a little of both. My advice on the bedding is choose comfort in addition to color and or design. It is nice to match, but it is also nice to feel comfortable and cozy in your new place. If there is a certain blanket or pillow from home that you love, take it. Not everything in your dorm room needs to be brand new. Make your side of the room yours. Add what feels comfortable and familiar, what you like. It could be positive and inspirational sayings, sports memorabilia, pictures of your family, friends, and other memories that bring you happy thoughts. About two years ago, one of my clients told me during her first week away that someone told her not to put pictures up because they would make her sad. I guess it is how you look at it. To me, those pictures are yours. They are your memories, joyful and comforting, several things we can use while we are newly adjusting. Remember that a picture is worth a thousand words, and to me, that is just what we need when we might be feeling any form of homesickness. 
If we are not feeling lonely or homesick, then seeing those faces memories are just a part of our joy and part of us. I know colleges have lists of things to bring. Definitely pay attention to that and other advice you may have received. My focus is more on caring for your mental health as this day approaches and as you adapt and adjust. Having items that bring comfort to you as you go to college is really important. I am an advocate of journaling, especially when we have many thoughts going on at once. We will discuss that more in the future. But buying a journal to have if you need to dump these feelings really works. Also, remember that anything else you need for your room once you arrive can easily be picked up or ordered. Amazon and other services can deliver right to your dorm as well. Now I have your mind a little more focused on visualizing yourself on campus, getting your room and surroundings ready, remembering you have choices in maintaining your comfort level. Most of all, you are not alone. You are only beginning this new journey one step at a time. My next podcast will focus on some of the thoughts, feelings, and other stressors college students experience while preparing to leave home, and of course, ways to cope. 